Friday night in Phoenix, and you're listening to the Absolute Geek Podcast. I'm Matt. I'm Kyle. I was and like, we can't else knows a, what to yo, do. we can't I'm even Brian. get a fucking intro wow. going. Here. Like, holy shit, we're all broken. One this week, fucking amateur hour. One fucking week, and nobody knows what to do. Well, it's been longer than that. <laughs> Jesus Christ, amateur hour up in here. Right, we should start again. My name's Kyle. You're not even going the fucking oh. intro the rotation correctly. Jesus. Good God. <laughs> We're all broken. Nobody listened to this fucking pile of horse shit right now. <laughs> that was fucking fantastic. FYI, everybody, Matt's on drugs. Welcome to the dumpster fire. Yeah, fuck. <laughs> I don't know if necessarily being on drugs has anything to do with how terribly this it doesn't help. started off. It yeah. <laughs> oh man! I and that's it. why our chat has zero listeners because they already somebody left. somebody just supplied me with with the matches. I did not have the gasoline. Gasoline is already here. So, so we need to hear the story of how it all started. How what started? This is kind of creepy well, now. Yeah, you're well, fucked. On the first day, there was light. <laughs> yeah. Well, see, my dad met my mom, and then one thing led to another. And and in the backseat of a Volvo came Matt. Yeah, in the bathroom at a Waffle House. In the bathroom of a Waffle House? Yeah. At least they weren't watching Jaws or something. Yeah, after huh. engorging themselves on Golden Corral, they proceeded to retreat back to my dad's apartment. <laughs> Couldn't even get there. They did it. They did it at the drive-ins. There you go. Fogging up the windows. This Volvo's a rocking. Don't come a knocking. Damn, my dad would never be caught dead with a Volvo. <laughs> what did he drive? What did, what did he drive? Only American. Um, my dad was driving America. Ford. The only car I remember my dad having is a Ford Mustang. That was the earliest car I remember him having. Damn, he had about seven in midlife crisis early. That was, <laughs> That was the one. That was the first car I remember him having. Was it a convertible? It was not a convertible. Was he losing his hair? It it was a it was a nineties Mustang. Oh, it was blue. The old five point the square five point oh, the boxy one. The vanilla, yep. vanilla ice. Yep. The vanilla yep ice that's car. right. You got the five point oh. <laughs> the last good one was I think eighty nine, eighty eight. Was the one with the ragtop? Yeah. No ragtop, oh, so I rolled man. down the window. Ragtop down so my hair can blow. Oh. <laughs> uh, so how you feeling, Matt? I am. Still kind of sore, but I am recovering. Did you rub some dirt on it and just fucking go on with your day? Went and got some yeah, tussling. Like a man? <laughs> like a man. Like a man? I took a, I took a salt <laughs> tablet and rubbed dirt in it. That's right. <laughs> you got it. You got it, man. <laughs> Fuck that. I just was like, man, I, my shit hurts. I'm going to eat some mm. dirt. <laughs> <laughs> Dirt that'll, rocks. that'll make it better. Some fucking sand and rocks. Right. Probably made it worse, but who cares? Some true grit. That's right. Living off the land. I channeled my uh, inner John Wayne and 
ate some dirt and had some true grit. We had major surgery like Jose when he got his tooth pulled. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Major surgery. So, I mean, what? You went, what, four days in excruciating pain before you decided to go to the doctor? I did. Fucking, you're a real man. Is that is that what you meant by the, the beginning of, like, yeah. what happened? Oh. Yeah. We got to, I mean... It's the first uh, show back, right? From since since the surgery. Well, for me it is, yeah. yeah. Since, since the incident. The incident. Um, well, <laughs> I mean, pretty much. I mean, I know we were off for Thanksgiving, and then Sunday last Sunday night, I woke up. Fucking turkey. Um, in excruciating pain. You know what it was? Um, it was that fucking. Uh, what is that? The clam? Uh, God damn it! Nah, fuck. Never mind. Go with your joke. So, anyways, I um woke up with excruciating stomach pain. Like it was like my stomach was rock hard. Um, it felt almost like you know I I it felt like you ate too much and you were over full and like I couldn't sit up. I couldn't breathe. I couldn't. I couldn't lay down. I couldn't do anything comfortably. I went into the bathroom and I proceeded to try to force myself to vomit to try and relieve, just relieve pressure. I just wanted to relieve pressure. And You didn't try to poop first? You just tried to throw up? No, I tried to poop. I tried to throw up. I tried to do it all. And it just was not, um, nothing was happening. I went to the... I went to the drugstore and I bought a bunch of Tums and I bought a bunch of Gas-X and I bought a bunch of... <laughs> so you thought it was like acid that. reflux? <laughs> I thought it was gas. I just thought it was gas, man. I thought, it, like, I was just having a bad indige- a bad case of indigestion. And I picture you holding your hand on the, each side of your sink, looking in the mirror and then slapping yourself in the face. Come on, Matt. Shit. You can get through this. No, it wasn't like, <laughs> like that. Like... Like it wasn't, it, I'm telling when I'm telling you and I'm saying excruciating pain, like I mean excruciating pain. Like it's not like a normal like bottle of like gas or anything like that. Like Brian knows it's, yeah, it's debilitating. Like you're crippled over in pain. And I know it's nothing compared to my kidney stone, but I was in so much pain with that. I remember I was throwing up yeah. from pain. So, uh, like, I'm sure it was close. To, I'm sure it was probably more than that because your fucking shit was exploding in your body. And like, so I, I slept all day Monday, and I, um, I did nothing but eat tums and shit. And finally, like around late, late Monday night, it started to subside a little bit to where I could actually like lay down and sleep. But kind of kept going through Tuesday, um, and. And by Wednesday, I was, or by, by Tuesday night, I felt better going into Wednesday. I felt better. And I, you know, if I took some aspirin, the pain went away and, uh, fucking Wednesday night, I felt good. I was like, you know what? I'm going to try eating something. So I had, um, some deli meat and some bread. No, (laughs) I had some deli meat and then some bread. And I was like, all right, I'll just try something light. And sure enough, fucking Wednesday night, going into Thursday, I woke up and same thing. Stomach was just an excruciating pain. So 
Uh, Thursday, I got I took a bunch of aspirin in the morning, got through work, went to urgent care and kind of explained what was going on to the doctors. And like I had chills, I had a fever, I had diarrhea. I hadn't thrown up yet. I wasn't nauseous, but just like my entire stomach just hurt like it would it just hurt. And um, the doctor was like, oh, I've heard of indigestion and stomach problems explained ups, down, back, forwards. <clears throat> and no, what you're saying doesn't make sense. But because you have a high fever, I had a fever of 103. They're like Because you have such a high fever and you're complaining of stomach <clears throat> pains, we need you to go to the emergency room because it could be something crazy. Yeah, you don't fuck around when that's going. So I went to the emergency room and then like they made me feel like I was fucking nuts because like, I get, to the emergency, I get to the emergency room and they're like, why are you here? I was like, I was told to come here by the urgent care. Oh, big baby has the belly like, mm. Yeah. They're like, because they this told is you. what I always do on a Thursday night. Yeah. They're like, they told you to call it. <laughs> they told me they were going to call ahead. And of course they didn't. And, uh, so they're like, all right, well sit down and have a seat. And I was there for maybe five minutes and then they called me back and then to check my vitals and stuff. And they took my blood pressure and, my blood pressure was kind of high, and then they're like, "Oh, well, you're you only have a temperature of ninety eight point eight." I was like, "Okay, you're good. go home." And then so they sent me back out into the waiting room. And I sat in the waiting room for like three and a half hours. Fuck that! So then I finally I like those were the worst. There was only two people in the waiting room, and then it filled up, and I was one of the last people to be seen. That's when you at that point you go, "I think I'm having a heart attack." And then they'll um, fuck Well, I think yeah. what what perked it up was like uh Kellen was with me and the roommate and I was like, dude, I don't I don't feel good. I need something to drink. Like I was just dying of thirst this whole time. You should have like, just fainted around the floor. I was just dying of thirst, dude. And he I I finally got a bottle of water, like a big one liter bottle of water, and I chugged that son of a bitch. And in no time and then i went to the bathroom and i came out and i was it, it said on the door it was like please let us know before you go to the bathroom in case we needed a urine sample so i let them know and they're like yeah we need to get your urine sample and i came out and the half it was fucking like copper dude it looked like someone it looked like a fucking penny was it oh you're like pissing blood and yeah. that's the weird thing right i mean did they say that was like a normal side effect or signs of what you're having because i yeah. didn't have any of that well, because I was pissing blood. I know, but like, why were you pissing blood? That has nothing to do with your fucking gallbladder. Well, it's it's one of the symptoms, I guess, or one of the signs they're saying. Mm. Um, so they, as soon as like five minutes after they took my urine sample, they called me back. They're like, "All right, let's get you back here." And they took me back, and they were, did tests, and they kept they kept asking me, "Have you traveled outside of the U.S.? Have you traveled outside of the U.S.?" Yep, that's what they asked me too. I'm did like, they no. take a rectal uh, the, temperature? No. <laughs> did you Nobody pop? did anything to my butt, Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> so much hope. So much hope for that. Right. Didn't happen. And uh, <laughs> sorry, we're gonna have to chuck the anus. <laughs> yeah. So even there, like she, the the nurse took my temperature Where, and all anus? that. No. Even the back <laughs> in the in the back in the the emergency room, she took my temperature and all that. And still, even then, she's like making she me feel crazy it. and. Did she do it by the dumpsters? <laughs> and then, like, they, I mean, once I got back there, they were real quick. Like, I went in and I had a, they knew a chest x ray well. done. And then I had a, yep. I had you to have, like, a, um, they had to put me in the MRI, MRI machine. 
And did you have to go in the MRI machine, Brian? Oh, they fucking, uh, as soon as like they did the, um, I don't know if it's an MRI or CT, but like I had to pull my yeah. hands down and like put me like up to my belly button in it. Yes. Yeah. And then uh, they did a they did a ultrasound. That's a horrible dentist. Yeah, that's the ultrasound is when as soon as they did the ultrasound on me, they're like, okay, get him. It's gallbladder. Get him in. Yeah. The, well, they did ultrasound, dude, and like it, they did the ultrasound for an hour, and she was broken and prodding and and stuff. Wow. And it, yeah, it sucked. It really sucked. That's crazy that they did it for that long. For me, it was like five, five, maybe ten minutes. Was but blind or something. But thankfully, well, like <laughs> Kellen, Kellen sat with me the entire time, and yeah, like, they wheeled me back into the emergency or in back was into the, your back? the staging area. No, <laughs> and you know, I was like, dude, they're making me feel like I'm nuts. Like I feel like I'm absolutely crazy. Like I feel like there's absolutely nothing wrong with me. They and, always and do that. I'm though. just like making this up like i was like maybe i should just fucking go home i was like at this point death sweet release would be much faster than they always the make emergency, emergency rooms always make you feel like an asshole yeah Big like you're wait like you're wasting yeah. their time and, and so then the two doctors come back and they're like so um yep it's your your gallbladder it's it's septic you're it's you've got gallstones it's infected and inflamed and you're going to have emergency you surgery. Like three days ago. You're going to have emergency surgery in the morning. Yeah. You have emergency Same surgery in 12 me. hours. Well, and then the <laughs> shitty part was like, there were more admitting you. So hang tight. We're going to get you a room. And then I'm like, Oh, well we don't have any room. So I had to sit down in the emergency room for like four and a half hours. I, I, Finally got into done with all my testing and found out my diagnosis at 11 o'clock on Thursday night. I didn't get into a room until 4 a.m. Friday morning. Fuck. That's the emergency room, man. Like, that's that's the crazy part. I laid down there for hours. St. John's Westgate? No, they sent me to (laughs) Abrazo over on um, McDowell and, and, and Goodyear. And that's that was oh. another thing that was weird to me is like you, that you didn't even go to a hospital that's known for being a shit show, you know. So that hospital is a little newer. You would think that it wouldn't be that bad. It's the staff. Yeah. Yep. I you know. I just. You know, I guess you can't totally you can't totally blame them because you know, I who knows what they see night after night. You know what I mean. I went to John C. Lincoln on uh, Deer Valley, and it was the first ever time where, like, the nurses were cool to me. Everybody was cool. The only person that was a jerk was the first nurse that brings you in, like, in the, that area, like you were talking about, where they just make you feel they make you feel like you're, you're an ass or, or that you're the lowest piece of shit in the world. Yeah, like you're making it up and shit. Yeah. Like, like well, you're, I'm, you're I'm just, I'm just here to yeah. kill six hours. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, that's it. I'm just fishing for pain meds. Take forever. They take forever. I well, so much. I, I made my gallbladder fucking septic so I can get some perks. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. But so yeah, I, and then they were like, oh, "Well, we need to do some more tests." And so the machine we need the the team doesn't come in until eight o'clock, so you have to wait. So eight o'clock. 
eight o'clock go, nine thirty comes, and you're like, oh well, that machine's broken. So we're waiting for this. <laughs> yeah, we might have to send you to um, Banner Banner Australia to have the test done and then come back. And the doctor, the surgeon came in at like ten fifteen and was like, all right, I just looked at all your stuff from last night. He was like this we're not sending you for this final test we're just going to book a, an emergency room because i can tell that you've got you've got gallstone shit is not good we need to get that thing out do you remember your who the surgeon was that did your uh, surgery i have his name around here somewhere yeah was he a pretty cool guy did he come yeah he was a nice dude yeah he, he listens to the show <laughs> yeah he might have been um, the same dude that did mine because uh he was saying that he does them all over the place but like yeah and so here's the here's the shitty part though like <laughs> you haven't told us enough of the shitty part <laughs> that's not the shitty part yet it's a shitty part like i mean it's funny and it's shitty like all the way around so they're like all right well we're gonna come get you at three o'clock to do um to get you prepared for surgery and then we'll do surgery at four all right cool so three o'clock comes and goes no sign quarter to four they show up all right. So they, they wheel me down there and they had just finally, like they weren't letting me have pain meds. Cause they're like, if we're going to do this test, we can't have pain meds. Otherwise it gives a false reading. Okay. Oh, so finally, finally, when they didn't do the test, they gave me pain meds. They finally gave me morphine. So like the morphine wasn't helping. It was just making me tired. So as we're, we're walking down, my dad and my sister are with me and they're wheeling me in the, the hospital staff is wheeling me down and I fall asleep from the morphine. All right. So um, I just remember the guy coming. He's like, I'm the, the anesthesiologist assistant. I'm going to be helping out with your surgery, blah, blah, blah. I was like, cool. And I, just, fell, I don't want no goddamn assistant. I fell asleep on the morphine while they were wheeling me down. So as we get to a stop, like they bumped the wall and it woke me up. And as I wake up, I look up and there's the anesthesiologist standing or assistant standing over me with a chair. <laughs> and I'm like, you got a chair. And like, I, you know, I, I started like, freaking out. And my dad like, is laughing. And, and uh, I go, no, 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 no. He's like, I'm just handing it to your dad so he can sit down. I'm like, I just opened my eyes at the perfect point to just see him like standing over me, scared, like raised above his fucking head. Dude, you just became a legend at that hospital because that dude's going to be telling that story for years. Right. And so I was like, oh, <laughs> and I was like, okay. So then I, I'm like sitting there and, and so we're sitting there and the anesthesiologist comes over and introduces himself. And he's like, he comes back 10 minutes later. He's like, so uh, we get a bad news. We're a level one trauma center. So we can't have go unstaffed. So we have to wait for a shift change. So that's going to push your surgery by about an hour. I was like, all right. <laughs> He goes, unfortunately, that means I can't be your anesthesiologist, so we're going to have someone else be your anesthesiologist. I was like, all right, cool. He walks away, and I go, my dad, I go, I'm glad that guy wasn't my anesthesiologist because he kind of looks like a weasel. <laughs> and my dad, my dad goes, you know what? You're kind of right. He's like, he kind of looks like the kind of guy that would probably diddle your package while you were on. <laughs> <laughs> and, so, and so, like, it just made me laugh. And, like, every time I would start to get grumpy, my dad would be like, do you need me to get the anesthesiologist over here and like start wiggling his fingers? Like he's fondling something. And I was like, no, I'm good. But, um, but so as I'm sitting there, two traumas, uh, two traumas come in. 
So my my surgery goes from being pushed an hour to being pushed two hours to being pushed Jeez. almost four hours. I didn't go into surgery till fucking eight o'clock at night. So you get your room till four in the morning. You wait in your room all day. Yeah. To say to have your surgery at four three o'clock or get ready at three to have your surgery at four. They got pushed back till eight or nine. To not even get wheeled into the OR until nine o'clock. Oh my gosh. So there's shit everywhere. But the funny thing is like sitting there. The, so the guy next to me in the, the room next to me, the, he calls the nurse and he's like, nurse, I got to go to the bathroom. He's like, I got to pee. And she's like, well, we need to, we need to collect your urine volumes out here. Pee in this jug. <clears throat> and he's like, all right, well, two, he goes, cu- he goes, a couple things. He goes, one, I can't see down there. So I'm going to need you to guide it in. And two, I'm not working with a lot to tell if it's in. So you're going to have to make sure that it's in. So my dad's like, like shivers and like acts like he's going to throw up. And like, I'm just dying laughing from this shit. Cause the guy's like telling the nurse he's got a small ween and it won't. I remember my first time too. (laughs) I'm just laughing and laughing and laughing. But finally they got me, uh, I, I don't remember, like they had me climb up. Cause I could walk, they had me walk in and they, I climbed up onto the, the operating table and I don't remember anything after that. He's like, all right, we're going to put you some stuff in here to calm you. And all I remember is getting the white, up on the table the, the, and then, then I was out. The, the white milk, milky stuff. Makes you yeah. Pass out. Yeah. Whoa. And then, that, uh, that stuff makes you, <laughs> Oh, that's good stuff. <laughs> I started, I started trying to, <laughs> And then I still had like the breathing tube in my throat and, and oh. when I didn't come out. So like the orderly was trying to take it out and I was like fighting with him to try and get it out. And like, I didn't want the oxygen on my face. So like I kept ripping it on my face and like pushing his hand away as he was trying to put it back on me. And that's like, what I was, I was doing just, when I woke up from my, I was just wrestling throat. around with him and it was when Jose woke up. He was trying to get the white milky stuff off his face. <laughs> yeah. No, that, so, I mean, that's just an all around air mask. It was an all-around pain, and I just couldn't get comfortable. And I was just grumpy and tired. And Eddie just—I would too if they didn't stuff for cut like out of you. Fifteen hours, yeah, and I just had stuff cut out of me. That sucks. You can never walk again. They accidentally took your leg. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> we took the wrong leg. <laughs> but <clears throat> oh man. And surgery only took like an hour and a half. So all of that waiting for an hour and a half surgery. You went through five yeah. different doctors and only four of them, four of them didn't see you. <laughs> but now it's been a fun roulette of what I can and can't eat. Yeah. Which is weird because uh, like I said, I haven't had those issues at all. You haven't had to change your diet at all. Nope. I, well, I mean, I haven't had any issues to make me change my diet. So, hmm. what about right after your surgery? Did you did you find any problems? Like, well, I didn't in recovery. It took me so my, I had um, complications. Like, um, my surgery took longer because when they went in, they didn't realize how fucked up it was. So they had to do some extra sh- shit to because I guess it when you're septic and it can something could happen to where I don't know if it leaks or, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, burst. Yeah. yeah. So, um, they had to do some extra shit. And, and then, uh, when I woke up, you know, like I said, I, I didn't take any, I told him I didn't want any pain medication. 
And uh, they were like, it was funny because when I first said that, the doctor was like, um, did I shoot And uh, I was like, yeah, sorry. I, you know, I, I, you know, I have reasons. I just can't, I don't like to use it. And he's like, uh, we've never heard that before. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I, I guess. And he goes, no, nah, you're going to want it, man. I'm like, well, let's see what happens. So I came out of the surgery just in super intense pain. And, you know, they, the, the nurse said to me, she goes, uh, in the, in the recovery room, the recovery nurse is like, I just woke up and I just remember just being, having like a weed whacker went off in my, in my side, you know? And, uh, I was just, just hurting so fucking bad. And I'm sitting there just saying, just going, fuck, fuck, fuck. And I'm saying it louder and louder. And the nurse goes, uh, she starts talking to the nurse across her. She's like, see, I told you saying fuck helps with pain. And then she looks at me and she goes, so you keep saying it and say it as much as you want. So I just started going off just like, fuck, fuck. And then the doctor comes by. He's like, so you want the pain medication now? I was like, yes. And, uh, you know, it did the same thing for me that it did for you, Matt, where it took forever to kick in. So, you know, and they had to do the same thing where they – tried a bunch of different types and so that was a pain in the ass but is that uh, a part no it was me moving my mic stand but yeah okay. like they had to <laughs> they had to like inject me give me injections in the stomachs of like blood thinners to stop blood clots and like i guess yeah. when they they said when they went actually went up to take mine out they couldn't find it because it was actually stuck to my liver so oh. they had to like peel it off my liver and then take it out so Oh, I wonder if they went like like a sticker. Well, and the the, <laughs> the part that sucks about it is like they they blow you up with like gas to yes. fill the cavity and shoulders and so just, hurt. Yeah, and then you just like you're real gassy afterwards. So that's the first couple so of days of trying to get that just gas out of there, dude. It's, it just like <laughs> that's, you're bloated. That's the story of your life, Matt. Don't did I you like have? It? Did you have the really bad shoulder pain? Yeah. Oh my God, man. My shoulder pain was so bad and it lasted for days from what? Uh, so that's when they blow you up with that gas. It, it, you know, it goes to the highest part of your body. So it ends up causing shoulder pain. What the fuck? I hope my yeah. modern, I hope I never have to have surgery. <laughs> yeah. Surgery sucks, man. I feel sorry for people like Jose and my brother who just, I had to go through it over and over and over and over. It's, my uh, appendix, like having my appendix, that was nothing compared to this. Like the gallbladder was definitely a, a shittier situation. Well, it sounds like you had a shitty experience with the doctors. Yeah. I mean, most Probably of the, the nurses part. were cool. Like the nurses were all fucking smoking hot, but yeah. most of the nurses were cool. But just like the last day, like I had the weekend, like the shit weekend shift. Cause you like know the people that have been there for a long time don't want to work weekend. So you get like the, yeah, the, the shittier shit people on the weekends. Yeah. That's kind of what I'm and glad also, I got out. I think right it's there. also one of the problems that I noticed, at least, especially when my brother was there too, at the hospital all the time is that doctors have to learn how to basically have no empathy or no, feelings you know because they're just in and out tell you what's wrong tell you what needs to happen so they can be dicks and not realize they're being dicks yeah and then the nurses especially the like in a recovery area the nurses are super cool and super nice because 
they have to be, you know, they're the ones dealing with the patients all the time. And, you know, they actually show a lot of empathy and shit. So, well, yeah. And to go to show that, to make your point, the guy that I, I had to share a room cause they were full. So I was sharing with an older gentleman. He had just left Banner Australia a few days ago from having heart complications and now he was getting really bad headaches and he was getting blurry vision and he's getting unbearable headaches. So they admit him in the hospital. Well, the doctor comes in and he's like, so we got your test back your test results back. And it looks like you had a stroke. Um, so I guess we'll put together something and we'll figure out where to go from here and just walked out of the room. Yep. And the guy's like, well, I have questions. Uh, what, what the hell? And the doctor just walked out and yep. he finally like broke down. Like I've never seen a grown man cry, but like he finally broke down later that night to the nurse. And he's like, look, I have nobody. I don't know what's going on. I don't know what we're doing. The doctor didn't tell me anything. I just need to know something. And like, they, she like called the doctor to come back and talk to him because like, yeah, he was just, and he's like, yep, you had a mind. He, uh, you had a stroke and just walked out. Yeah. They, they learned not to care. Or they kind of like, they just they have to almost. I, and I don't, th- I don't think they have to, but they deal with it so much and they're just, in and out. We gotta go on to the next patient. Mm-hmm. So Jeez. yeah. It's rough, man. It's rough. I definitely could it's, never be a doctor or a nurse. The problem with it is 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 yes, it's just a job, but it's not just a job. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like and what happens is it just becomes like anything else, it just becomes a job. You're just there to do what you need to do and get out. But I think when you're doing something that involves people's lives, <laughs> yeah, like there's yeah, gotta different. be a, you got there's gotta be a little you gotta have a little bit of fucking empathy, empathy, yeah, a little bit, man. Just fucking like I get it. It's your job. You're just doing what you went to school for. You're just doing because that's what your paycheck is. But fuck, man, when you're telling people that their life is fucked, <laughs> exactly like, right. My brother lost it on uh, his uh, main surgeon because the surgeon was like, after the third time his femur broke in half, the surgeon was like, well, you know, we could have uh, put a, a titanium bone in there. And the reason my brother's femur kept broke, breaking in half is because they, to- they never told him about the titanium. They told him he had to do a, uh, a cadaver bone. And my brother's like, he just lost. He's like, are you kidding me? We could we could have made it so I didn't have to go through my femur breaking three times if you would have just told me about the titanium first. And the doctor's like, "Well, I thought that you could probably get around, you know, and and work with the cadaver bone because you're young and you know, yeah, it would be tough healing, but uh, you wouldn't have any problems later in life." My brother's like, "Dude, I can't deal with the stress of having this keep happening." And the doctor literally looked at him and was like. Why are you telling me that? My brother's like, because you're a human, dude. Like, don't you understand that? <laughs> the doctor was just completely clueless. So, it's very tough in both ways. Fuck having medical problems. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, um, Avengers, what do you guys think? Oh man, I was fucking. That made my dude. I Matt, it was like, what was it like? Fucking six thirty this morning. Matt's like, he sends the link for it, and I was like, I fucking watch it before I got in the shower to get ready for work, and I'm like, oh, 
you just perked my day up. Like <laughs> I got so super excited watching the Avengers trailer. Like I thought it was great. Like I, it made me, I cannot wait for that movie to come out now. It's supposed yeah. to be what? Two hours and 40 minutes. Like, I mean, just the whole beginning of fucking Tony Stark making that fucking video and then fucking the fucking Ant-Man knocking on the door and shit. And they're like, what the yeah, that's fuck? Funny. I mean, it was like, I don't know. It, it just made me really excited for Avengers. I, I mean, just felt, I felt like it, they didn't give me enough, though. I was waiting for something. Because it was teaser trailer number one. Yeah, I know. We, I've, we've gotten so, or at least I've gotten so spoiled with basically how they give away all the whole movie during the trailer that we got four more trailers at least I and i think that's what it is that was the first and they did exactly yeah exactly they did a great job of it like you got the sadness of what happened but then you've got the humor of of what can be and it's just i don't know i i was it made me stoked it made my miserable, horrible, shitty commute like eleven and point five percent better. I love. I'm wondering what Stanley's uh, uh, role is going to be in that. His cameo. <laughs> I think it was already yeah. shot. The other thing you got to remember too, though, is that it's it's also um, I think they're trying to do it strategically because you got Spider-Man: Far From Home also comes out next summer. And we haven't seen a trailer for that. So I think when once the trailer for Spider-Man Far From Home drops, I think they're going to try and do it. They're trying to do it without giving too much away yeah. on either movie. So I don't think you're going to get those, those Avengers trailers that are going to be giving so much away. Like they're, they're very, they're playing this movie very close to the chest and they've been very cat and, and mouse with it for a while. So, I don't I don't think you're gonna get like the big flashy reveals you're looking for. I think it's gonna be I like that they're they're the dangling chat. the carrot in front of us. Ooh. I like that they're doing that. They're making us kind of work for this movie a little bit, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like yeah, I like that it's there like it's just out of reach, and I like that. Like I was super excited. I thought it was I thought it was a very good first because you know, like it opens up with Tony Stark doing it, and it like it brought you right back to fucking where he was at that point in, in the first, you know what I mean? In, in, in the movie. Yeah. You don't know how he got on that ship. Like, that's what I was wondering. I was like, what the, what the hell happened? Like he was on Titan. He had, he was with Nebula and like, it was him and Nebula on Titan. And now he's in this ship with his busted, with his blown out mask. So it's like, Hmm, I wonder how he got there. Is Nebula on the ship, or where is she? Yeah, it, Nebula? it made it look like he was all by his lonesome, like it was just yeah. him. And then they, you got like the the shrine made up of Thanos's armor. Well, that's taken like the scarecrow, the comic, yeah. So. And then you you see Thanos walking through the the you know field of flowers with the Infinity Gauntlet on, and like it's just did he have the Infinity Gauntlet on? Yeah. Oh, was it all charred up still? Yeah, it was all busted up still. I don't know. It just made me super excited. You get your first look is at um, Clint Barton as Ronan. Ronan, yeah. That's awesome. Instead of Hawkeye. 
That's. I mean, that was the second big trailer this week because you also had um, Captain you had Marvel. Captain Marvel on Monday night. Yeah, Captain Marvel that, would be good. That trailer made me excited. Like I was kind of on the fence about Captain Marvel, but that trailer, like, I'm very intrigued. Like, they have binary Captain Marvel. Um, the Marvel's probably going to be in it at the beginning, where when she gets her powers, that's probably yeah, where she gets law or whatever. Yeah. Um, did they show Eternity or Binary? Binary. So is is the word that Eternity is going to be this big bad that's coming? Or not big bad, the big um, the galactic force or you know whatever that's supposed to be that big her, force in her, uh, um, Avengers? I don't you know. That? So they're supposed to be there's word that they're supposed to be like this big cosmic entity in the movie. Yeah, there's a lot of rumor going around that Thanos isn't the main bad guy in in Avengers Four. Oh, yeah, or wow, yeah, or at least he's not the 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 toughest guy in the universe type thing because there's supposed to be this big major cosmic force. Some people have said, you know, Galactus. Um, but a lot of people, I think, are thinking that it's just, it's just eternity showing up, you know, because who's going to fix this? Who's going to right the wrongs? And <clears throat> if you remember, they, you know, the whole thing was they had there was somebody that was, uh, who was it? Um, Odin, I think, said you know, a couple movies back in some movie that the uh, the Infinity Stones were being watched over, you know, so they would never, this would never happen. So there's got to be somebody coming to to solve it type thing. Anyway. So you think that's who's showing up? I don't know. It sounds like it's more along the lines of somebody to help than somebody who's bad. But I don't think the only reason I think he's going to help is because that's what he has to do. It's not because he likes the humans or likes anybody it's just that's what he does but that's just a choice that has to be made exactly kind of like oh. same thing that thanos did you know but there's yeah that, that but that is one of the rumors that's been going around is that thanos is, may not be the main bad guy of avengers 4 and that would be very cool because i mean you know what would be crazy and this is another thing i thought about what if warlock is the bad guy instead of and they flip the script like they did with uh, infinity war in the comics where you know, Warlock or Infinity Gauntlet, where Warlock helps, but then Infinity War, they you know a new big bad comes and they need Warlock, they need Thanos to help them fight it, and that's what they're trying to do here, where they need Thanos to help them you know beat whatever is the real big bad. That would be interesting. That'd be badass, right? Yeah. Hmm. Thanos is a great character. He's he's one of those characters that I mean, there's so much that you can do with him and, and his thought process and everything. You know, he's like one of those Joker characters. I mean, it, I, it's kind of a waste to only have him for one movie. Then exactly, he should be around. You know, as a person that they they've fleshed out the character already, where you know he's not pure evil. You know, there's he's doing things for a reason and. Nothing. Uh, well, I mean, it, to me, it only makes sense that there's another bad guy in it, and there's a another threat because if they're going to be jumping around through time and playing with the timeline, which is one of the theories that are 
speculations people have as far as the plot of flying goes is that they're going to be using the quantum realm to go through time and, and, and stuff. There's, there's gotta be consequence for that yes. and you're changing events. So it, it was going to set some other, it's going to set something else into motion. Yes. So you think Ant-Man's going to play a big role in this movie? I, I think so, yeah. It's going to play a big role. Otherwise, they wouldn't have made. They wouldn't have had those little Easter egg drops in in his his movie. Yeah. Yeah, because the question is, how did the hell did he get out of the quantum realm? You know, he was stuck in there when when they were you know on the rooftop and the, the snap happened. And what other powers can you? What other things can you do with the quantum realm? Right. I mean, that's there's a lot that can be done with that. Or they could use it to bring, like I've said before, they could use it to bring in the X-Men. Um, yeah. They could use it to usher in their entire cosmic wave, if that's what they want to do going forward. Fantastic Four. Yeah, everything. Yeah. So you, you almost think they're going to use this as a catalyst to push oh, everything 100%. back in. Yeah. 100%. They're using this as a catalyst to push all the new wave of Marvel movies and yep. the new direction of Marvel. It's it's the ultimate goal. It's, it's the real end game. You know what I mean? To bring the whole Marvel, everybody out. And this is going to be it. And that's really funny how they're using the end game, you know, moniker because it really is truly end game on multiple levels. Um, it's genius. It is. It really is. I mean, Marvel pulled it off. It's 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 so glaringly bad. Or it shows so gl- how glaringly bad DC and Warner or uh, yeah DC Warner making Brothers. their movies. Oh God, man, they ruined it. Um, but then there's the rumors of recasting roles. So they're talking about there's been going around that like there's been talks of recasting Captain America. Everybody. Like John Cena is Captain America. And, oh. uh, <laughs> they should do no. The Rock. <laughs> that would be terrible. If John Cena did it, we wouldn't be able to see him and it would suck. <laughs> Met some but, invisible hand. <laughs> but I mean, like, what? Like, Thor isn't going to do be Thor anymore? What's his name, Chris? Well, he's the only one that says he he's, like, down to do it still. Yeah, he'll... He'll probably have a, at least another movie, if not a bunch of cameos. You know, he would be perfect just to do cameos all the time. Oh yeah, like Chris Evans is kind of Chris Evans is sick of the mainstream. He wants to go do more indie, so that's why he's leaving Captain America. Shut the fuck up, Chris. Tony Evans. Tony Stark. Is, I mean Tony Stark. Um, Robert Downey Robert Downey Jr. is getting old. He can't. He's even said like he can't play Tony Stark forever. So, I mean, I'm sure you'll see him in reoccurring roles unless he dies in four. I mean, I'm sure you'll see him in reoccurring or pop up or well, something course. like that. But, you know, they need to. It's, it's not it's, like it's demanding. If the scope is that big to have this just keep going, it's we all know they have to recast. It's like James Bond. Yeah. If the scope is that big and it truly is, how long have comics been going on? You know, so just like they have to reboot or. You know, I would think of it like as a new artist or you know, a new writer, whatever. The character is 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 the character. I, yeah. As long as they aren't rebooting shit, uh, God, what a mess up 
screw up that would be. And I, I don't think there's even a thought of that because they've set the, the foundation is, is so, set so well. Um, yeah, it would be stupid for them to, to, to backpedal and to start again. Because what they can start doing is just is multiple movies coming out at the same time. They don't have to wait. Uh, you can have, you know, the Fantastic Four stuff going on on Earth and other crazy shit going on on different planets and, you know, different uh, – you, know, you can have like an Exiles thing where you have all the – that would be cool to do an Exiles show where they could just do all the weird shit they did in the comic and because now that all those characters have been set up. Um, you yeah, know, you can, different realms, different Elseworlds tales, um, shit that DC really could have done really well, and Marvel's you know showing them how to do it. Yeah, but DC's about to fuck up too, so because I don't know. I mean, I really, they, what do they have left to fuck up? Yeah, as much <laughs> I mean, I mean, well, why not? I mean, get rid of everybody and start again. They're already doing that. I tell you what, the, the Titan show is really fucking good. And I know I talked shit about it when we first talked about it. And, you know, I didn't like the first couple episodes. And I, uh, I've i really fallen in love with the show. It's it's fucking good. It's, bl- it's blown me away how even glaringly the things I didn't like or that I thought were going to be bad are good. Uh, I love how violent Dick Grayson is. <laughs> I mean, what how what a crazy change, right? Um, yeah, I love I love Corey. I think the chick playing Corey is perfect for. I mean, not perfect, but she's done such a good job, and she's endeared herself, and she's a good actress. Or she's, you know, how they've written her is very good, and I really like her. I think I think that's probably one of the biggest things that's blown me away is how, how much I really like Starfire and the storyline. Uh, and it's been really good how they pulled in some characters, pulling in the doom patrol, pulling in Donna Troy. Uh, there's characters who I was like, and you never thought you'd see, and they did it and they did it. Um, truthful to that character. They didn't, you know, not do something because we might think it's goofy. It just made it even better. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm still a couple episodes behind, but I've been, I've been enjoying it. But then you have the flip side where you have shows that are really, really good. But hey, that's the show that Brian's on. Yeah, and they're still getting canceled. Like, look at Daredevil. Daredevil, yeah. one of Netflix's top shows, and they canceled it. And people speculated that it was going to go to the new Disney Plus streaming service, and it's not. I mean, how do we know that for sure, though? I mean, Just where did that come from? It came out today saying that Disney said they have no interest in bringing those shows to their streaming service. Oh, that's ridiculous. I bet you they're just saying that. Yeah. <laughs> well, they've done that before. Look at the time to, to let Charlie Cox have a Daredevil movie. I think... That's where they're going to go with it. It's going to be, I think you're going to see a Daredevil movie. Cool with that. I think you're going to get, he's going to be one of the new faces of the Avengers moving forward. Cool with that. But they could do, they can do them all. I mean, they don't have to wait. That's the whole thing that I was so excited about with this, setting this universe up. I don't want to wait, you know, for all these. That's why the TV thing was so good because, you know, 
they're basically shooting movies anyways. I mean, let's be real about it. It's, yeah, there was 13 episodes or whatever, but you know, for what they were, they were, they were movie quality. Yeah. Um, I, I just, I think the TV route and the streaming route, it's, it's so perfect for stuff like that. It's so perfect for comics. It's so perfect for any character. Even the Avengers could be awesome and streaming and, and, um, I don't know. I'm kind of bummed about that. That really bums me that they decided to to leave those that uh, TV aspect uh, out of you know their plans. I'm okay with it. Other than Daredevil, <sighs> good. But they should just do a. You know what they should do? Okay. Yeah, I understand canceling it because it was a lot of money and a lot. There were a lot of shows. Give us the defenders. And and continue with all of them. They gave us the defenders, and it stunk. I know, but <laughs> if, if, the, if the defenders had would become, you know, uh, basically the only place where we're going to see those characters now, it could be really good. You wouldn't have to, you know, uh, not tell the stories you want to tell because you're waiting to do it in the own in, in their own shows. That last episode, that last season of Daredevil was awesome. Yes, it was. Um, the writing was great. The storyline. They they chose not to bring it back, but yeah, Charlie Cox is really good in that season. Um, the only I only disliked one thing about that season, and that was uh, Foggy. I there I don't know what it was, but his really? acting was like crap. Him. I liked Foggy more in this season than I have in past seasons. Really? I like uh, we gave him more of a purpose and humanized him a little more now that you see like his family and that his family's involved in everything and there were just a couple things that I was just like, eh, that's kind of cheesy, but eh, it's that's definitely not something to hate a hate a series about, so whatever. Anyways, are they going to do one more season of? Weren't they planning on to do one more season of something before they canceled it? And now they've they've decided not to even do that. They pretty much should can everything, man. Oh, like I thought, maybe one more season of Jessica Jones, or you're supposed to get. Those will be canceled too soon. Yep. If they. Yeah. I can't remember if Jessica Jones has been canceled already yet or not. Do you know Jose? I don't think it uh, is. No idea. I thought all the memes showed her like waiting in the wing or whatever. <laughs> I know Daredevil. I know there's a lot of speculation that Daredevil would get a fourth season, but that's not happening. So nope. if Daredevil isn't getting one, I definitely don't see Jessica Jones getting one. Jessica Jones wasn't that good anyway. Like Daredevil is actually pretty good. That's why I didn't understand why they canceled it. Dude, I really like Jessica Jones. So I thought if the Kurt great. Russell Santa movie did so good, fucking, you're telling me that Daredevil did it? Well, you're looking at two different. You're you're reaching two different mediums there. <laughs> One is is family oriented and. The other is is not so much family oriented. Yeah. But 
Well, we'll see what happens. Hopefully, uh, you know, they're doing it because they've got some amazing plan or idea on how to do stuff down the line. Who knows? Kind of back on on Avengers real quick. For as much as they that that title and like the title of the film, Endgame is kind of a to me it's kind of a meh title. Eh, I think they had to use it though. You know, they've been pushing that that say, that word that saying for uh, that last uh, that la- you know Avengers. First one, they push that idea of the end game so much, and and they have uh, didn't wasn't Tony saying something about end game and uh, Age of Ultron? What's your end game? Yeah, but that's just a comment in the middle. I don't know if that really how much that connects, but yeah, um, we'll see. Apparently, like I said, they're they're saying the Spider-Man Far From Home trailer is supposed to drop tomorrow, Saturday. That'll be cool, hopefully. So we'll see. Well, another thing is, you know, they've been doing a lot of, showing a lot of little pictures of, you know, Spider-Man with, or Tom Holland and Tom Hardy together. And, you know, they're kind of making it a little bit more obvious that they're going to, bring those two worlds together after they said absolutely no they weren't um, I'm starting to think that in this world absolutely no it means we just haven't found a way to do it yet yeah because there's no such thing clearly there's no such thing as absolutely no yeah I don't think they were were thinking uh, Venom was going to make that much money being a you know a fox thing and now they they saw how much money it made and the, how good the character is and probably went yeah maybe we need to rethink that. I like that too. That not only with Avengers did they announce the the was it a trailer for the film, but they announced that they're moving it up from May third to April twenty sixth. So they're they're pushing it up just like they did Infinity War. Huh. That's gonna be next summer's gonna be a big, big summer for movies. Yep. Big summer. Spider-Man, Avengers, um, Star Wars. Well, Star Wars is more in, in I think Star Wars is in December. But I'm glad I hate people. It just makes it so I don't have to waste money at the movie theaters. There you go. It pays to hate people. Yes. But you guys got anything else to to talk about this this Friday night? Have you uh, have you guys been following the Walking Dead show? Um, um, I have, yeah. Other than the, after the mid season last or two weeks ago, I've noticed uh, the talk around the water cooler at work has really picked up on Walking Dead, and it sounds like the season is pretty good yeah yeah brian might or uh, kyle might be able to weigh in that if he unmuted himself yeah he's probably been there talking the entire time and he's been muted <laughs> nope <laughs> and walking dead has been good fucking finally motherfuckers 
Well, I got a then I got a question, you know, for you guys watching the show. Um, it sounds like their plans are pretty hefty with uh, what they want to bring to the public with Walking Dead coming forward. Uh, some movies, maybe even more shows. Um, you think that yeah, they're, uh, they're they're signing everybody to movies? Yeah. You think that it might be a good idea to? Um, Start uh, looking to put money into buying that that those early keys in that series. No, no, not even. I, I think they're going to do. I think they're going to do a. Uh, they're not going to do comic book storylines. I think this is their opportunity to do their own their own break off of Walking Dead. So I don't think investing into all the keys. I don't think it's going to do anything because I think they're going to like, they, 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 they like with the whole Rick and the helicopter thing, they've done this jumping on point where they can, where they can break off and they can do their own thing. And I don't think they're going to do anything that's going to be uh material to the comic book related. What do you think, Matt? Um, I don't know. Honestly, it's, it's hard to gauge where they're going because I mean, what, Kyle's kind of right. There's not a whole lot other than comic book wise they can do that they're not already doing in the show, as far as storyline goes. Well, no, I don't think they have to do storyline. I think if they bring more people to, uh, you know, if the hype about the whole show period continues to or grow further than or, or you know get back up to where it was a couple of years ago, the keys in those books will will become you know, uh, more desirable, whether or not they're talking about those stories, those characters or not. I say right now, no, because I mean, it's kind of a dying brand as far as the TV should go. Show goes. I mean, they're losing viewers. They're still doing phenomenally for that network and compared to most other shows, but it's still hemorrhaging viewers. I think, I think as far as the show goes, the, the comic is still going strong with the, the show it's kind of dying off and well i think the show just derailed so far that that even with the awesome season that they're having it's not enough to bring them back because you know like we've talked about episode after episode we went from disappointing episode to disappointing episode for two seasons yeah it's hard to bring people back after two seasons oh all of a sudden we have a good season it's hard to you know how it is like when when you're when you're finally just like fuck it you're you're it, that's pretty much it it's hard to come back from that um how many viewers have they lost i think almost half wow i don't know about almost half but they've, they've lost, lost a, lot. a lot of viewers yeah wow oh i thought they lost i thought they lost almost half cuz i know that like this this midseason is like the lowest viewed midseason in, in years. But now who knows what's going to happen come February. If once, if talk picks back up, like if word of mouth picks back up, the show might come back to strong ratings. The whispers definitely have the ability to be intriguing and definitely have the ability yes. to, to pull the show back from the brink. Yeah, so I'm right. It's it's 37. percent They lost 37. percent I don't wow. know if um, I don't know. Like I don't think of movies or spinoffs or 
I think that is going to do much to to save the show. No, I think I think the people like me and Matt who are just who who didn't say fuck it but have invested this much time because they like it, they're in it. They're in it to the end. You know, even even no matter how bad it gets, you know, people like me and Matt are going to be there every week, no matter what. Good, yeah. bad, and different. Mad, happy, sad. We're just we're we're there. We've invested this many seasons. We love The Walking Dead. We're here to the end. Uh, I think that, that's where a lot of their viewers are, and I think you know people who didn't who liked The Walking Dead but weren't you know didn't become as vested as as we did. I think they. Those are the people that kind of just said, you know what, it's been boring. Fuck it, we're leaving. Do you think that they're getting any new viewers? I mean, that'd be interesting to see how many brand new viewers they're getting. I don't think so. I, I don't yeah. think they are either. It's too far along without having to play all that catch up. You know, nobody's really truly just jumping in. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm, I I'm sure there are people. Like Kyle said, it's their numbers, I think, are the hardcore faithful that. I've been watching the show for years and are like and read the comics and like you said are invested and they're gonna see it till the end. I mean they, they skewed us enough from with the you know you know we know that every season can't be good. Every season of every show can't be good. But they they fucked us and they fucked us enough to where now you're truly seeing that decline in viewership. Yep. Yeah. And there's just not a lot. It's it's a hard thing to recover from, you know. It's just so Glenn big deaths killed a lot. I mean, just like the last, you know, the 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 mid series finale when when Jesus died. You know what? If they didn't taunt us with other fake deaths, it probably would have been a bigger thing. But people are kind of on the fence because, like Matt, even Matt, at the episode, Matt's like, I think it's just a ploy to to make us come back. I think it's fake, and I think he's really still alive. Really, and I think I think that the the Walking Dead has toyed with enough people enough that I think that that those those things don't work anymore. We don't we we're we're they've cried wolf enough. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, you shouldn't. I just think it's become so predictable that you can read what's going to happen like a fucking book. Like you, if you sit back like and think about book? it. Well, no, but like if you sing, <laughs> sit there and think about it, like and me calling the fact that Rick was going to get on the helicopter wasn't that hard. No, you know the this they've set it all up. Like realizing that Rick Grimes probably wasn't going to die wasn't that hard of a a realization to come to. But we thought, and well, Matt thought I thought they were actually going to kill him. I, I had faith in The Walking Dead to actually just fucking do it. No, I figured but, they wouldn't. Yeah, but you figured you went because they're going to bring him back to the show, not to make fucking stupid ass, dumb, made for TV wow. movies. Are they going to be made for TV movies? Yes, they are going to be made for TV movies. They're going to be made for TV movies. Unreal. They're going to be AMC. They're doing it with. They're also going to do Breaking Bad movies. Oh, yeah. that's so stupid. I, and that's that was my whole thing. That's if it, if it's not something we're going to see in the theater, don't do it. Yeah, there's no reason. I don't. I don't, I don't want it made for TV. Walking Dead movie. Just keep Rick Grimes in the motherfucking show. Yeah. I don't want to see him fucking doing dumb shit somewhere else. 
I don't but it, know. It, it it re but that that's the thing though is that that re that reignites the series that it rejuvenates the series like the, not for me people could turn in and they get to bring in a bunch of new people that want to see what happens to Rick Grimes when he's not with this group anymore what happens to Rick Grimes when you put him in a new community does his role change does he change what what happens to this 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 so, dominant so the, person the script, I don't know if you've seen but the script leaked online the other day oh. he's going to be a janitor you're stupid <laughs> he's gonna have a little stick and he's just gonna stab like pieces of paper and put it in a bag yeah he's just gonna be common but you know it's it opens up a new a new realm and that's kind of like what they would try to do with fear the walking dead and fear the walking dead sucked for the first couple seasons but the last two seasons have been really really good so it's just i mean there's the potential for it is endless, but I just, I don't see as far as like comic book wise, there's not a lot of comic book material for them to play off into movies. I think so, that's why they're, they're moving. So they're moving away from the comic book. So they can, well, so they can do their own thing. They can do whatever yeah, they want without, yeah. I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I, I just, I made a big, I'm not going to re, go over my whole point because I made a big fucking stinking rat when rant on, uh, on one of our episodes of, uh, delivering the dead, but I just think it's stupid either do the show or don't do the show. Don't do a fucking movie. Just do the fucking show. I think it's stupid that they went and gave him, you know, they took him off the show and then gave him an illegitimate child with me. Yeah. It's just, it's, it's all stupid. They fucking ruined it, but I'm going to keep watching it because I'm in it to win it. Oh, I got one. Is uh, Have they basically come out and said that that little girl is uh, Shane's daughter? Oh, they did a while ago. Wow. So it is for, you know, they didn't leave it up in the air. They've, they they said, yes, it is. Yeah. Big time in his final. Yeah. Too. He, has a, he has a fever dream where he's talking to Shane and, you know, he, Shane basically comes out and tells Rick, you know, that little girl looks like me and, you know, she has my features and yada, yada, yada. So it, huh. it pretty much that it's Shane's kid. Crazy. Now that, that was one thing that I never thought they would pull off. But then like, what's the purpose of killing Carl? We're going to kill one Rick's. We're going to kill Rick Grimes, son, Carl, but then we're going to give him another son, RJ <laughs> with machine. So we're going to kill one Grimes boy and give him another Grimes boy. I it just, I think what they have with, I think truly what's happened is, is they made their bed and now they're lying in it and it mm, fucked, fucked up. Them. Yeah. It fucked them. And th- there's just no recovery from it. I, there's nothing, no matter how badass the whispers are going to be the way they got brought in and, and the, what they do with Coral and Rick and everybody with the whispers is really good. And they can't do any of it. You don't think they can just put the little girl in for Carl's place now. And it sounds like, no, know. what they're going to do is they're doing Henry, the, uh, the kid from the kingdom. Uh huh. They're giving him the Coral role. Like he's already, He's already learning to be a blacksmith and he's already playing that. He's already doing the, the choral role. 
they've already they've already filled Coral's shoes. So interesting. So I, so I think they're just, you know, and they're doing a lot of things differently, like we've talked about in the shows. They're, you know, instead of doing everything at Alexandria, they're going to be doing the the festival at Kingdom. They're just doing a lot of things differently, and it's just kind of different. And I think they're just they're maybe they have the right direction now, but it's too little too late. I think is actually what it really boils down to. There's there's no recovery from it. Yeah. But we'll just keep watching and keep talking about it and at it's least soon. we know the com- at least we know the comics are still good. Uh, like the, the last the last issue of the fucking Walking Dead was fucking holy well, shit. That's where I was going with this. Fill me in. Let's hear it. Spoiler. So, so they're, they found another place. And Rick and Dwight and Michonne, they're trying to... And what happens in this place is, is whatever you were before the apocalypse, they're giving you that opportunity to be again. So like Michonne was a lawyer. Yep. So they're letting her be a lawyer. Yep. So, but what happens is, is, is Dwight is kind of seen through the bullshit of this place and seeing that it's kind of, they're using fear and they're using force to, to keep everything in line. And Dwight was kind of calling it out. And Rick was kind of like, like, you need to fucking calm down Dwight. And, you know, some shit really went down on the last issue and, you know, like it was unexpected, but like, it's weird seeing you know, like Rick had a different stance and it's kind of cool is what they kind of did with Rick was they gave him a different stance, but in the, the, the point of, in the, in the same instance of having different stance, it's still the same Rick. So he still knows what he has to do, but he's actually kind of going against himself and not wanting to do it. And I don't know who, did you read the last issue, Matt? No, I haven't. I, I, I well, I'm going to spoiler it. Rick actually shoots uh, Dwight in the fucking head. Wow. Yeah, it's crazy. Just, and he's pissed, and he's actually pissed off at Michonne for it because he's like, that's your fault. I had to kill Dwight because he was, you know, he was showing what needed to be done. And even the guards from this new place at the rat are telling Rick, hey, you need to rule this place. This place isn't what it needs to be. So the, I mean, the, the, the comic book is still kicking ass. You know, good um, creators and good writers um, will take a character and flip the script and and do it in such a way that the readers are are very uh, they become hardcore into it. You know, and you know, for example, that you know we love Rick so much because of what he is, and you know they they'll take that person and turn him into somebody you hate. And I think that's exactly what they're doing is they're, they're moving that along to where Rick Grimes is living long enough to be, see himself become the bad guy. Yes. And I think that's all I, all I know is, is Charlie Adhart. I think Adlard is having a really hard time continuously drawing these people. Cause in this last issue, Michelle looks horrible. (laughs) I'll have to read it now. Oh my God. I'll have to send. I'll have to send you pictures, or you'll have to just fucking read it, Michonne. The entire issue, Michonne looks like a like she hit the concrete and her face flattened out. <laughs> she looks. It's fucked. Like I, I don't know. I, I don't know if he can't do it now, or it's, he was on it. Like 
he fucking slacked off or he did it when he was drunk or what, <laughs> but it's fucked. I'll check it out. I haven't really been looking at comics lately. Like I, when I went and picked up Walking Dead on Wednesday, it was the only book I bought and I canceled all my other subscriptions. Holy shit. I hadn't been there to in like, I don't know, three or three weeks maybe. And I finally went to the comic book store and my fucking bill was $65. Yeah. I canceled all of my, my subs except for Walking Dead. And I uh, pre-ordered the Ray Gun book. It comes out February. Oh, yeah, that's I what was, I was going to do when I was there. I, for, I fucking forgot. Yeah, I need to figure out a way to get that. That's that's all I did. But I just, the comic book industry, and there's no storylines, no nothing right now in comics that is, interests me. You know, like, I don't know if I was saying this on the show or if I was saying this before our chat, but I've been, since I have a really long, shitty commute, I bring comic books with me. And I take a few minutes before I go into work and I read a comic book or two, depending on when I get there. And uh, so I've caught up on Batman. And Batman's fucking really good right now. Tom King, I'm going to tell you right now, is fucking, he's doing, he's fucking killing it in Batman. Like, I'm so pissed that I fucking read the last issue the day after it came out. Because I read like 58. 57, 58, 59, and 60 almost in a row. I think I read like 57 one day and then 58, 59, 60 the next day. Holy shit. It's fucking badass. It really is. Like, it's 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 a very Bane and Penguin-driven story. And it's like, since uh, Rick... Rick Grayson has been shot. <laughs> I can, and I, dude, I can't read. I was reading Nightwing and I can't read fucking Nightwing now because, like, he's not being Nightwing and, like, his cop buddies being Nightwing. So it's like a different Nightwing and he's like, Nightwing, but uh, you have the right to remain silent. And he's got guns and fucking Uzis and shit. And it's just weird i don't know i just and, you know and like lobel's writing it so i was hoping that that was like gonna like make up for the shitty story and it's not and it's not it's not grabbing me but like the last issue of like and like batman's like off the deep end right now because of you know my boy got shot you know what i mean and like and he thinks bane's behind it so he's like going around and just beating the fucking shit out of everybody trying to get answers like he is not he doesn't care he has disregard for everything right now so every minor little villain that he finds he's just like going after the person and he's he's asking everybody the same questions and he's beating everybody to a bloody pulp with no get over no he but he's like (laughs) but he's beating like like even like he was beating bane like bane is like and it's kind of a ploy, but like Bane doesn't have like he's in a cell and like uh Gordon's been like watching cell. him and you know, like and he's been like it's an act. It, you could tell it's an act, but he's like this scared little person wanting his mommy and he's scared, and like Batman comes in and just starts beating him to a fucking pulp. What the fuck are you doing? Beating him, and then Gordon because you need to stop, and then he starts beating up fucking Gordon. Mm-hmm. And Gordon's like, That's it, fuck it, you're done. 
I am done with Batman. I'm not fucking, you're not helping me. I'm not helping you. It's over. That's it. And he just says, all right, fuck it. He fucking bashes in the fucking bat signal. And then Batman just goes off and just starts beating everybody to a pulp, trying to figure <laughs> out what's really going on. And that's what's going on. It's really good right now. Is this in the normal universe or the, the new damn universe or whatever? No, it's just, it's, it's just the regular issues of Batman that's going on right now. And is Dick really dead? No, he's just he's Rick. And he's, oh yeah, I forgot he, about he that. Shot and I forgot so about that. Yeah, so like you know, in like the last issue of Nightwing, that's what I was saying is there's somebody yeah. else that's actually like put on the Nightwing costume. He's going around and like Rick's kind of like following him and like helping him as like a sidekick, but he's not dressing up and he's like italian now it's really weird i don't know if it's just bad art or what but he's like, he wants the pizza he I wants to be the honest, pizza. That, <laughs> his brother's luigi hey i gotta be honest that is so cheesy to me that uh it could turn out to be the greatest storyline ever but that what who, whoever thought of that i don't know i just what do you tell him Robin? it's me eric grayson <laughs> yeah the whole thing like oh we're gonna shoot him and he's in the head he's really not gonna die yeah, so he's, he's got this he's got this scar on the side of his head and now he's like I'm gonna fight I the sh- crime and make a pizza pie. <laughs> I'm gonna make the pizza. He's like, I'll have to I'll have to send you a picture. Like he's like Italian or like a mustache or in overalls. He, or he's got a really really dark tan, like he he's a fell slob asleep. in a tracksuit now. Like he like <laughs> he fe- like like he fell asleep yeah. on a lawn chair by the pool in the summertime or something. I don't know. That's so but weird, it, man. It's really, it was really hard to follow the last issue of Nightwing. I was like, I don't know. It's just weird him being, and like he's going like, I knew I should be Nightwing, but I don't remember being Nightwing, so I'm not going to be Nightwing, but I know I'm Nightwing. And it's just like, quit. Like, either do it. I really hope it's meant to be read in that type of voice, too. That's, you know what? And that's how I read it, dude. I'm Nightwing, but I'm Nightwing. And it, it made me shut the book and put it back in the bag and board. <laughs> but if I can, it was just, I don't know. Like, it's, it's weird. Like, I don't know if like Lobel's like lost his touch in writing. Or it's just, I just don't like the fact that it's going on. I think that's what it is, actually. Like, it's really weird. Something needs to happen where it just kind of snaps back. Like maybe he needs to fall down the stairs and hit his head so he remembers <laughs> again. I don't know. Someone said I can be Nightwing. Yay! I'm Luigi now. I'm going to make it the pizza. I'm a plumber. Um, it sounds like one one cool thing that's coming out hopefully soon is the, they're going to actually do the whole three Jokers storyline. Sounds like that's coming. Have you guys seen that? going to be uh, part of the whole new universe that they did with Batman Damned or whatever. It's going to be part of that universe. And I don't even think Jeff Johns is writing it, which is kind of weird, but oh well. I think you're really cool one story. Joker. See. Three is too many. I think it's a great idea if, if the story is cool enough to tie them all together for uh, some kind of reason at least see that (laughs) making the pizza 
I'm looking at this picture of Michelle and it looks like Ice-T with dreads. Hmm. <laughs> Ice-T did have dreads. Remember? I know. In, was it the Predator? What movie was it that he had the dreads? And they were running from... He was trying to kill him or whatever. Like Anaconda? Before. No. No, he didn't have dreads in Anaconda, did he? The movie where like they let the guys go and you they get hunted. Trespass. Yeah, trespass. Yeah. Hunger Games. Yeah, that's the Hunger you. Games. <laughs> he, he's from District 14. <laughs> I mean, he definitely had dreads in that. Queens. Yeah. He's from D- District 64. <laughs> He's from District Queens. Yeah. District Compton. District Compton. Right. All right. Anyways. So, so, but I did, I I am starting the new Green Lantern series that Morrison's writing. Hell yeah. That's going to be awesome. It was like very convoluted. It's been, it was kind of convoluted all the way up until the end of issue two. Yeah. That's, that's how Morrison is. I don't, you know, like he kind of throws a lot of shit at you all at once. And then somehow it all just comes together in a perfect puzzle that, you know. So, yeah. So I was reading it and like, I was reading issue two to, this morning and I was looking through it and I was like, fuck man, this shit is all over the place. It's bouncing to two or three places. And then you get to the end and you're like, I can't wait for issue three. Yeah. yeah. So That's if any- all-star Superman was the uh, same type of shit. So if you are on the fence about Green Lantern, it's on issue two. I would tell everybody right now, go pick up the don't first two it. issues and don't buy it. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> I would say give it a try because I was fucking floored at the end of it. I was like, shit, I have to figure out where this is going. And if it's somewhere shitty, I'm going to be pissed. But as of right now, it was f- like, I was like, oh, I cannot wait for issue three. Like, I'm going to go like, I need to go take a few books off my pull list, but Green Lantern is definitely one I want to put on. He wasn't pissed. He's just somewhat constipated. It was. And then it was my gallbladder. Yeah. (laughs) There's very few things that uh, Grant Morrison has, you know, flopped in uh, comic wise. So he's got a pretty good uh, run of doing some pretty classic and, uh, storylines i know you know to me he's just the whole damien thing is uh puts him on my list as you know pick up anything that he writes like i'm looking through my polis now there's quite a few things i think i'm just i need to stop buying just to buy like i don't even read them anymore so i need to go trim the fat down you're still buying all the uh spider-man books that's one and it's on spider-man 10 and i haven't read it since issue two yeah Yeah. like i stopped reading venom i stopped reading redneck i stopped reading uh i was just going through it like i stopped reading old man logan but yet i keep fucking buying them and like justice league 13 came out i haven't read one of them yet i need to go back and start actually reading them give it a try dark i don't even pick that one up it just came out like two weeks ago but when I spent $64 at the goddamn comic book store, I was like, oh, all right, I need to, I need to figure something out. I mean, don't get me wrong. I had, I had a shitload of books. But that's, I don't know, fucking nerd. I, I'm, I'm really looking forward to seeing how they're going to play off this whole um, dark side thing with dark side being part of the Justice League. And now he's in a different body. And I don't know if you guys have read that. 
it's kind of crazy how they did that. But um, that kind of bummed me out because Dark Side was such a badass, and now they're kind of doing something crazy, and it could work out, but I don't know. It uh, didn't seem like it was uh, too cool looking. Like a young, young, not even a young, you know, like kid or anything. He's he's a different body, different looking. They made him all, you know, he's not huge anymore. And I don't even know if he knows who he is. So that's probably why he's going to be over and helping, you know, the Justice League and being part of that Justice League team. Hmm, That's interesting. Yeah. But anybody else got anything else for this week? Nope. Kyle? Nah, nothing worth talking about now. Brian? I am good to go, my friend. All right. I think you're getting ready to oh, uh, pass I out do, on us. I do want to do one quick shout-out. I want to do a shout-out to... Uh, All right, well, that'll be this week's episode of the Absolute <laughs> Geek Podcast. Go ahead with your shout-out, Kyle. Shout-out to... Uh, um, little baby, little baby, little baby. <laughs> no, it was uh, dollar sign Jose. Congratulations on being a dad. There we go. Oh, that, He's gonna wow, be really? a papa. Wow, look at that. Papa dollar sign. Wow, very cool. Congrats. Congratulations. Yeah, I think he that. just found out, and I just, you know, I wanted to give him a shot because I know he's listening today. I don't know if he's still listening, but <laughs> you think he wanted the whole world to know, huh? He put it on Facebook, so yes. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, that'll do it for this week's episode of the Absolute Geek Podcast. I'm Matt. I'm Kyle. I'm Jose. I'm Brian. Much better finish than we started, uh-huh. and we'll see you 